I want to hear about everything the Lord is doing in your life or just to be able to have the opportunity to pray with you. You see, when God was speaking this to Abraham, He wasn't speaking it just for the benefit of Abraham, but God was speaking this to Abraham for the benefit of God's people. God tells us in His Word, He said, I will give you every place that you set your foot, but you've got to set your foot into that new place. But you're going to have to face every giant that is standing in your way of facing success. And that's what some of you need to do. You need to cut off the heads of some of the things that are trying to hinder you from moving into your future. You need to cut off the head of fear. You need to cut off the head of doubt. You need to cut off the head of unbelief and face everything, every giant that's standing in your way of moving into that new door, the door of opportunity that is wide and ready for you to open. He promises us that He is the way, He is the truth, and He is the life. And there is only one way to the Father, and that's through the Son, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Speak Life. You know, God has amazing plans for your life, but in order for you to fulfill the plans that God has for your life, you're going to have to be willing to take some risks. Here's why. You see, because every Christian's life is marked by windows of opportunity that are going to require your taking some very large steps of faith in order for you to follow the plans that God has for you. Let me tell you, eventually there's going to come a time in your life when God is going to speak to your heart and he's going to say something like, in order for you to obey me, I need you to do this very specific thing. And truthfully, everything within you is going to shout, surely you can't expect me to do that, God. But the reality is, is this, is that in order for you to fulfill your destiny, you're going to have to be willing to obey the Lord at all costs because if you don't, you will never fulfill the plans and purpose that God has for your life. Now, have you ever wondered why God can use some people to a higher degree than others? The reason why is because some people are willing to obey the Lord at all costs and even when the cost involves taking a very significant risk. But unfortunately, most Christians are comfort seekers rather than being risk takers. You see, a comfort seeker is the type of Christian that loves God and, oh, they love to go to church and they may even be serving on the worship team or as an usher or a greeter in their church. 
And really, they don't mind serving the Lord as long as they're able to serve him in a capacity that is comfortable for them. But if you should so much as even suggest to them that maybe possibly the Lord might be leading them to do something else, something that might involve them taking a risk, they'll usually respond by saying, oh, oh, not me. No, 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 no. God, God wouldn't call me to do anything like that. So they continue to serve the Lord in the capacity that's comfortable for them and a type of servitude that certainly is not too sacrificial, too uncomfortable, or too risky. And what happens is that they miss out on the phenomenal opportunity for God to use them to be a world changer. You see, because in order, excuse me, in order to be a world changer, you're going to have to be willing to move out of what's comfortable for you in order to step out and take a significant risk for the Lord. And you know, I think it's a real shame that so many people are willing to take a bold risk if that risk is going to involve them receiving some type of pleasure, some type of gratification, some type of reward for themselves. And in fact, the U.S. News and World Report remind us that approximately 150,000 people every year risk their lives riding the rapids in Colorado. And I find it very interesting that thousands of people all over the world every day flood into the casinos willing to risk very large sums of money as they belly up to the craps table declaring, hey, I'm all in. Yet they refuse to take any type of risk that God might be leading them to take that would ultimately affect and impact the lives of others. So they continue just to, to do their own thing, missing out on not only fulfilling their destiny, but missing out on the opportunity to be a phenomenal world changer. This is why I want to remind you watching today that if you have the desire to be a world changer, that it's time for you to stop making excuses. And it's time for you to begin telling the Lord, God, I'm all in. Amen. Well, I want to take a look at three different points that are imperative for every risk taker that's going to become a world changer. And the first point that I want to talk about is that every risk taker must be certain that God is the one that is leading them to take this risk and that they're not being led by their own thoughts, their own emotions, their own ideas. Because listen, risk taking without God's grace upon it can ultimately lead to complete disaster. It can be totally disastrous. So you have to be certain that God is the one that's instructing you to take this risk. Now, the next point that I want to talk about is this. Every risk taker must be willing to push past fear. You see, because fear is always going to try to stop you from taking the risk that God instructed you to take. Fear is going to try to convince you not to do that because after all, that's going to be dangerous. So you should just stay right where you are because after all, that's a safe place. And I can tell you this from my own experience. Every single time that God has instructed me to take a risk, fear has always tried to stop me. But I thank God for this. I thank God that God has given me the strength 
and the ability to take every single risk that he has ordained for me to take in my lifetime. Now, the last point that I want to mention to you is that every risk taker has got to understand that it's critical that they exercise great faith. Listen, because it's going to take a tremendous amount of faith for you to take a radical risk. As we study the lives of people throughout the Bible who were willing to take tremendous risks for the Lord, they all had this in common. They all knew the importance of exercising great faith. People, it's going to take a tremendous amount of faith as well as pushing past every fear and a clear understanding that God is leading you to take this risk in order for you to be a victorious risk taker. But I want to encourage you today by telling you this. I want to encourage you in telling you that when it's truly God that's leading you to take this risk, that his grace is going to enable you to successfully carry out every single risk that he has ordained for you to take. Praise God. Praise God. Do you know, the Bible gives us examples of many people, common, ordinary people, that the Lord used to be world changers. And the reality is, is that their motivation was never to try to gain some type of pleasure or gratification for themselves. But their motivation was solely to be obedient to the Lord. And as the Bible gives us an example of one such risk taker in the book of Luke chapter 1, a woman by the name of Mary, a very young Jewish woman by the name of Mary. And in this chapter, we find that the angel Gabriel had visited Mary and he told her that she had been chosen by God to be the mother of the Son of God. And that he was to give the baby the name Yeshua, or Jesus, meaning Savior and Deliverer. And when Mary received this news from Gabriel, she said, well, how can that be? I mean, after all, I'm still a virgin. Gabriel began to explain to her that this process was not going to come naturally, but that it was going to come about supernaturally. You see, he explained to Mary that the Holy Spirit was going to overshadow her and that an, an immaculate conception was going to take place from within her. Well, when Mary heard this news, she said, she said this, she said, I am the Lord's servant. She said, may it happen to me according to your word. In other words, Mary was saying this. Mary was saying, my answer is yes, Lord. Mary was saying, I'm willing to take this risk. Mary was saying, God, I'm all in. But you have to remember just what Mary had at stake here. You see, she had much more at risk than the average person. You see, at the time she was engaged to a man named Joseph, so she risked losing her fiance. Not only did she risk losing her fiance, but once her family found out that she had become pregnant out of wedlock, she risked being shunned by her entire family, which would result in her becoming an outcast and having to beg for her survival since first uh, century Jewish women were completely and totally dependent upon their husbands and their families for their survival. But none of this mattered to young Mary. You see, she had a made-up mind. She was determined that no matter what happened, even if it resulted in, in her being a disgrace to her fiancé, to her entire family, as well as her uh, entire community, 
that she was going to obey the Lord at all costs. But listen, Mary's risk did not come without reward. Because of her risk, her bold risk that she was willing to take, her risk made a way for the Savior and the Deliverer of the world to come into this world, to redeem all of mankind. And not only did Jesus Christ come to save you and I, but he came to save his very own mother. You see, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And whosoever should believe upon Jesus Christ will not perish, but they'll have eternal, everlasting life. Never forget the courage and the faith that this young, bold Jewish woman exhibited for you and I so that her life could be used to be a world changer. Amen. You know, as I reflect upon the life of this young Jewish woman, I'm also reminded of my own desire to want to be a world changer. But I'm also reminded of the process that has been necessary to train and to prepare me in order to be able to take risks. I'll never forget one particular season in my life when I had been invited to be a guest preacher on a Christian television show a few times. At the time, I was living in Oklahoma City, so I had to drive for hundreds of miles in order to receive these media opportunities that were coming in. And after being a, a guest on the television show a few times, suddenly, out of nowhere, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and he said, now it's time for you to have your own evangelistic television program. Well, this came as a total surprise to me, but the surprises didn't stop there. You see, the Lord continued to speak to me as to just how he wanted me to go about pursuing these media opportunities. He said, I want you to reach out to the network owner of the television station where you had just been a guest minister, and I want you to ask him if you can have an evangelistic program on his network. Well, I can tell you I felt completely overwhelmed. I mean, surely I had done media a few times, but have my own television program? I certainly didn't feel qualified to do that in the least. But because of the fact that I was willing to obey the Lord, I picked up the phone to call the television station, and as I was dialing the number, the Lord said, no, I don't want you to schedule an appointment. And I said to the Lord, what? You can't be serious. You mean you don't want me to call and, and make an appointment at the station? I thought you told me that you wanted me to pursue this opportunity. He said, yes, you'll be pursuing the opportunity, but you'll be going without an appointment. He said, I will instruct you, and I will tell you the day and the time that I want you to go. So I began to pray and fast and seek the Lord, and he clearly spoke to me, and he instructed me when I should go. After driving a very long distance, I pulled myself together long enough to try to appear calm, cool, and collect as I walked through the doors of that television station. And immediately, once I walked through the doors, I was quickly able to breathe a sigh of relief as I noticed that the network owner was sitting there in the reception area. You see, he was there that day. But the only problem was, was that he was surrounded by an entourage of people who were all competing for his time and for his attention. Noticing that, I quickly prayed and I asked the Lord to open up an opportunity for me to be able to speak to that man. And the very second that I noticed that he had paused from his conversation, I quickly and boldly stepped up 
introduce myself and asked him if there would be a possibility of my having my own evangelistic television program on his network. And I can tell you this, that took a lot of courage. After pausing for a few seconds, the network owner said, well, sure. He said, why don't you give me a call next week? He said, well, I'm quite busy right now. And I said, perfect. And by the way, would you happen to have a business card with you with your contact information? Reaching into his pocket, he pulled out one card and he said, I just happen to have one business card with me today and you're more than welcome to have it. Never knowing that God had gone before me to make certain that card was in his pocket. A few days passed by and I mustered up the courage to give this man a call. And when we were speaking on the phone, he said, you know, I happen to have one primetime spot left and I would love to put your program in that slot. Mustering up every ounce of faith that I could possibly muster up at that moment, I replied back to him, that sounds great. Let's do this. Yes, I want to take that slot. But after I hung the phone up from speaking with this gentleman, I fully understood what my yes meant. You see, my yes meant signing a one-year contract and agreeing to pay for airtime at a very expensive cost. And the problem here was that I didn't have the money to pay for any of this in the natural. But because I knew that I had clearly heard from the Lord, I was willing to obey the Lord at all costs. And because of that, a few weeks later, I found myself sitting down at the desk with this gentleman, signing a one-year contract, willing to take the risk, trusting and believing that God would provide for me because I had made the decision that I was all in. Then, just a few short weeks after I took this bold and courageous step, I received notification that I was going to receive money that was due to me for over 20 years. You see, God did a miracle. And not only did that money that was owed to me provide and pay for the airtime that was necessary in that season of my life, but it provided a way for my own financial needs to be met in that time and that season. Why? Because media was part of God's plan and God's destiny for my life. But in order for me to fulfill God's plan for my life, I had to be willing to be a risk taker. Amen. You know, I can remember another time in my life when God used money to teach and train me how to be a risk taker. And in this particular season in my life, I only had about $2,000 left in my savings account. And the bills were continuing to flood in. And at the time, I was without a job, yet I was still in full-time ministry. During the season, I kept hearing the word silver. I heard it over and over in my spirit day after day. And finally, I said, okay, God, what are you telling me about silver? And the Holy Spirit clearly said to me, I want you to take that last $2,000 in your savings account, and I want you to invest it into silver. Well, this made no sense to me, no sense to me at all. In fact, no one had advised me that that would be a good investment. I, you know, there was no guarantee in the natural that this would be beneficial. But because I was certain that I had heard from God, I stepped out, I consulted with a financial advisor, and I invested that entire $2,000 into a high-risk investment. In spite of his advice, he thought I shouldn't do it. In fact, he said, why would you want to do this? This is a very high-risk investment. Well, I took the risk, 
And then day after day, I began to watch silver in the market and it stayed the same. And I would check it the next day and there was no change. I continued to check and there was no change. Silver was not going up. It was not increasing at all. And so I, I began to pray and I said, God, you're the one that instructed me to do this. This was your idea. And your word clearly says that you give the ability for the believer to prosper, that it's your ability for us to obtain and to receive wealth. So I'm trusting in you to bless this investment. I continue to do this on a regular basis. And then one day, God did a miracle. I began to see silver go up. And then it would go down. And then it would go back up a little bit. And the cycle continued for for some time until finally the silver began to climb and it began to climb and it began to climb and suddenly one guy, day the Lord spoke to me and he said, sell now. And people, the day that I sold, I actually doubled the money that I had invested. And no, it wasn't a tremendous amount of money, but it was the exact amount of money that I needed during that time and that season in my life to pay all of my bills and on time protecting and saving my credit. You see, God made a way for me. God provided for me because I did my part in listening to the Lord and taking a risk. And you know, since that time and that season of training in my life, I have continued to take every single risk that the Lord has instructed me to take in my life. And not just in the area of finances, <clears throat> excuse me, there's been all different types of dynamics. But one thing I have noticed as time has gone on, I've noticed that the risks have become riskier and much more intense. And in fact, God has been instructing me to take risks that I never imagined that I would be taking in my entire life. You see, I never imagined that I would be getting on an airplane and flying to Uganda, Africa by myself for the very first time. I'd never been to Africa. And then I never imagined that after coming home and, and resting for only three months that the Lord would instruct me to go to Kenya, Africa this time to preach the gospel completely by myself. And then I never imagined that once I returned from Kenya, Africa and was home for a mere five months period of time, that the Lord would instruct me to go to the Middle East completely by myself, a woman, not knowing how to use the transportation system, not knowing anyone there, and not knowing the exact reason why he had instructed me to go to the Middle East. But I can tell you this. I can tell you that as I have boldly and courageously stepped out and taken every single risk that God has instructed me to take, that it has resulted in a dark and a hurting world becoming just a little bit brighter. And that I'm determined to keep going. You see, I'm not stopping here. I'm going to keep going, fully understanding this, fully understanding that the next risk that the Lord instructs me to take is not only going to be more risky, but that it's going to be worth all of the discipline, all of the sacrifice, all of the courage, and all of the faith that it's going to take. Because people, this is exactly what it takes to be a risk taker who is indeed a world changer. Amen. Praise God. Maybe you're watching today and you have a desire to be a risk taker. 
Maybe you have a desire to be a world changer for God. Maybe you're watching and you're not quite sure how to take that first step in being a risk taker for the Lord. Well, the, the very first step always begins with relationship with him. And if you don't have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, I would love right now to invite you to uh, pray along with me and, and invite Christ to come into your life so that he can begin to lead and guide you to do amazing things in your life. You know, God's got a great plan for your life. And it begins by asking him to come into your life and to lead and to guide you. Let's pray together. If you're ready to pray and just ask forgiveness for the areas that you've blown it in life, for the mistakes that you've made, let's pray together and let's just get things right today. Today is a new beginning for you. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I just come before you and I just ask for the forgiveness of all of my sin, for all my mistakes according to God's standards. Right now, I invite you to come into my life, to lead me and to guide me, and to teach and train me how to be a world changer. I'm so glad that you joined me today, and I pray that you have a tremendously blessed day, and always remember to speak life. Hello, you know, God has amazing plans for your life, but in order for you to fulfill the purposes and the plans that God has for your life, you're going to have to be willing to take some very significant risks. Now, here's why. Every Christian's life is marked by windows of opportunity that are going to require your taking some very large steps of faith in order for you to fulfill the plans and the purpose that God has ordained for your life. Now, have you ever wondered why God can use some people to a higher degree than others? Well, the reason why is because some people are willing to obey the Lord at all costs, and even when the cost involves taking a very significant risk. But unfortunately, these types of people are few and far between because most people are comfort seekers rather than being a risk taker. You see, a comfort seeker is the type of Christian that loves God and loves to go to church and, oh, they may even serve on the worship team or be an usher or a greeter in their church. And truthfully, they don't mind serving the Lord as long as they're able to serve God in the type of servitude, really, that isn't too uncomfortable, too sacrificial, or too risky. And because of this, they miss out on the phenomenal opportunity for God to use them in the capacity of being a risk taker. This is why I want to encourage you that as I personally have boldly and courageously stepped out and taken every single risk that the Lord has ordained for me to take, that I have witnessed thousands of lives being affected and impacted, resulting in a dark and a hurting world becoming just a little bit brighter. So if you have the desire to be a world changer, I want to encourage you to stop making excuses and to begin taking every single risk that God has ordained for your life so that you can be a risk taker who is indeed a world changer.